Haas, Director of Membership Services for the Greater Reading Chamber Alliance. And I'm joined today by John Hill, who is a project architect, project manager, and principal in charge at Muhlenberg Green Architects. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you uh, for having me. Excellent. Yes. Um, so I understand one of your responsibilities is you are responsible for doing marketing and business development for Muhlenberg Green. Yes, have been for a long time now, yes. Okay, mm -hmm. so what does that involve on your part? Well, it's uh, reaching out, establishing relationships, uh, really trying to uh, 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 find opportunities with okay. uh, clients. And uh, yeah, we, are, we have a long-established uh, practice here in the Berks County area, uh, so uh, our relationships are very important to us. Well, that's a, so that's a great segue. Y'all have been in Berks County 100 years this year, correct? It will be next year. 19, and, uh, Fred Muhlenberg opened it up in 1920 in downtown wow. Reading here. So okay. Yes. Uh, which is an unusual accomplishment for a professional design uh, firm like ours. But okay. uh, So we've been through a couple transitions, and uh, uh, yeah, we like our history here in the area. What do you think is the secret to Muhlenberg Green staying power? Uh, well, again, what we focus on is uh, really the uh, service to our clients, um, uh, just uh, focusing on their needs and trying to do the best work we can as far as being in design and then also okay. monitoring construction. So. Excellent. Um, now, one of the things that y'all will be participating in this year is our Building Berks Awards. Mm -hmm. um, it's our second annual. So you have a couple of projects that have been nominated, um, I think four total, two of them for the Muhlenberg School District. Um, is there a community impact from those recently completed school district projects in particular? Well, yes, I, I think there's always a community impact uh, when there's construction going on because there's certainly construction jobs going on. With a school district, it's particularly helpful because you are dealing with the student body and the staff, but also school districts offer opportunities for the community to use their facilities uh, and uh, just be participants that way. So okay. uh, there, there is a, the projects that we're looking at uh, that were nominated. One is for uh, uh, their athletic fields. We uh, converted their soccer stadium from a natural grass uh, stadium into an artificial turf stadium. Okay. Uh, and uh, so now that'll be soccer, lacrosse, and field hockey playing on it. And it can play in all sorts of weather at this point. So okay. it'll, it'll, it'll be a nice advantage. The other project is a conversion of a old uh, classroom building that was used for storage into uh, uh, some offices for two administrative departments and also a high-tech uh, training and uh, meeting room for, the, for okay. the district. So, In your experience, those two projects, they it sounds like they represented um, more like renovation or refurbishment of existing facilities. Is that generally the way to go? Or well, yeah, yes, that, that is what is commonly referred to as adaptive reuse of okay. a building. And uh, uh, yeah, it's it, certainly there's a lot of facilities out there that, uh, you know, have were designed for a single for a certain purpose, but over time, you know, you know they they become uh, empty. And what you want to do is find their strengths and and a good fit for somebody else to renovate it and fit into it with a new program, new new needs, and then refurbish the building, rather than just knocking them down, throwing everything okay. into a landfill, and then starting over with new construction again. So. Excellent. Um, kind of staying on the education side of things, uh, safe schools seems to be a big issue, obviously, on people's minds today. Um, is that something Muhlenberg Green has started to get involved in? Uh, yes, with this, any kind of school design, safe schools, improving security, uh, and uh, just uh, the whole environment of uh, making it safer is, is always a primary focus. Uh, we do have been doing working on that at the Muhlenberg School District by uh, uh, perimeter safety around their bu buildings and also uh, their uh, visitors' entrances, improving okay. those. 
We're also working uh, right now with the Conrad Weiser School District doing the same thing at some of their buildings. The challenge is these buildings were built long before uh, the threats that we face today right. existed, so we're really trying to adapt them uh, uh, to improve the safety. Do you find yourself in a position of having to strike a compromise between security and yet making the building still inviting? Well, that is the real challenge because uh, educational facility is supposed to be a place where students want to come to right. uh, and uh, enjoy themselves and, and, and have a good feeling about their environment. So uh, it's, it's not a detention center and right. we don't want to make one feel like that. So, so that, that's part of the challenge of design and working with the administration to really find what that, that good, happy medium is. Uh, you know, the uh, completely safe school environment is what we aim for, but it, it's also right. uh, very hard to achieve and still keep the flexibility that you want for a fun educational building. Okay. So. Um, so back to building Berks, you also had a health care project nominated, the Berks Community Health Center in Rockland Plaza. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Well, yeah, that, that is a great organization that uh, uh, has a few uh, uh, health centers in the Reading area, and this was one where uh, out at Rockland Plaza there was uh, uh, an empty uh, former Giant Foods uh, uh, store, okay. uh, which was uh, almost 37,000 square feet, so it was a large footprint uh, that had been empty, and uh, we worked with them to design really their largest uh, health center in the area uh, okay. to fit in there with, with really a wide range of services uh, to the community, and serving the needs of uh, uh, you know, re really an underserved uh, part of the, right. uh, the the community that way and giving them an opportunity in what is uh, designed as an inviting environment for it. So. Okay, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. So, 100 years, what are Muhlenberg Green's big plans? <laughs> <laughs> well, w we, are, we are working on some ideas to, to uh, uh, make it a special event and okay. really invite a lot of uh, uh, our law of people that have known us for a very long time and also uh, new people that want to get to know us. Uh, next year's events uh, we're kind of keeping under wraps a little bit but we are starting off in December uh, with uh, uh, a snowflake uh, uh, invite uh, okay. to people. Our office for years even before I came there uh, at Christmas time would hang paper snowflakes from the from the ceiling. Oh, uh, wow. so we have there are hun literally hundreds of them that, that have been uh, cut out by the staff over the years and designed that way. So uh, the Reading Eagle, in fact, did a, a, a spread in the newspaper okay. a couple years about it. And it's just a fun environment at that point. So we're going to try to plan an open ha house. Uh, I believe the date we're picking is December 5th. Okay. And, uh, you know, we'll have some invites out to people mm. to come and see our snowflakes. Kudos so. to the staff that cut out the snowflakes. I've never been able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, that so sounds like yes. a great way to kick off what mm -hmm. is going to be an excellent year for Muhlenberg Green. So. Thank you, John, for being here with us today, and uh, here's hoping one of your project wins at Building Birds. Well, I hope so, and thank you for having me today. Excellent. Enjoyed it very much. Thank you.